0: Now, once again, here's Mark.
1: Well, welcome back,
2: everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark and Renee here. She's uh, Her job is is to keep me together. Oof, well, I thought I was going to lose it there for a little bit last yeah. hour. Well, it was a tough hour. It yeah. was a tough hour. When they hit my hot buttons, yeah. and, and I'm not mad at them. No. I wasn't mad at him at all. It's just... That's the um, part of my industry that I'm embarrassed about, and I'm just, as you well know, there's no filter between my ear and my mouth. Yep. And as you well know, I don't have any problem with raising my hand and saying two things. That's a bunch of BS, and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I agree with the second part, but whatever. <laughs> when it comes to cars, <laughs> okay. I've never made a personal mistake, but when oh, it comes to cars, gotcha. I okay. can raise my hand. Okay. All righty. And, 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 And another thing, too, I want to talk about Automatic Transmission Exchange. Okay. It's the only transmission shop on our list. Okay. We had a gentleman said something a little while ago. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure. This is on Washington, and Mm -hmm. I think he's, and I missed it. I didn't write it down. Right. But we, folks, if you're going to look at our list of good shops, you have to check in every once in a while because sometimes they fall off. Um, Sometimes we ask them to fall off. Sometimes they get mad at us and fall off. Sometimes they change ownership, and that's an automatic, you have to go, the new owner has to go five years. So make sure you look. I
3: think that's the most thing that happened is, is we've had new ownership on quite a few of the shops that have been around for a long time. So
2: And, and, and Mike, it uh, looks like he sold. So mm-hmm. we'll be dropping him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, Fletcher, Tom, sold his shop up in uh, Thunderbird Auto. Yeah. And so the new owner hasn't qualified, can't qualify right now, needs more time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then uh, we don't know who bought. Uh, right. Mike's shop. And ne- nevertheless, uh, automatic transmission exchange has been around since 1968. Phil's been working on transmissions the entire time, so he's gone from the basic hydraulic ones all the way to the electronically controlled ones, and he has followed the path. It's no different than the rest of us in the automobile repair industry, going back to points and condensers to now we don't even have a distributor in the car, going back to a carburetor, now we use full injection. So it's easy. If you're in the industry the entire time, you grow with the industry, or you turn into a, a can candlestick maker. Mm -hmm. So those are your choices. Nevertheless, Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington and Central Phoenix. We send transmission work to him as well as lots of other people. So Automatic Transmission Exchange, it's called Mm ATE, and it's a great place to start. Harry, good morning. How can I help you?
4: Good morning, Mark. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, i think i'm gonna wad your panties up again a little bit oh I'm, no
2: you know what <laughs> i'm sorry renee I just... <laughs> Dur- during the break i had to unwad them and uh, put on a clean pair so uh, well but, i go hope ahead. You have more than one yeah, yeah, yeah. knock yourself out
4: <laughs> well uh i made the mistake a few years ago i when I bought my honda to get the extended warranty which is a uh, not a good thing i guess and um I just happened to look at the at the paper here the other day when I was putting my insurance ID card in there that I keep the paper by my uh, registration and stuff, and I'm looking, and I, I'm looking at the VIN number on the um, the uh, uh, paper for the, you know, for the extended warranty, and it's not the same as my vehicle. So oh boy. I'm thinking, whoa, I'm reading all the stuff down there, and I thought, well, it, and you have to take it back to that dealer, and... uh you know which is a bad thing the guy didn't you know he didn't tell me that it was yeah. you know, kind of hidden in there and uh, so I'm going to go back next week and present it to them uh, what they did was when I bought the vehicle they put the wrong uh, register to another vehicle and I get the plates and everything and I saw the VIN number was was different and they had to re-register and everything but I didn't right. think to look on those
2: papers well that's going to so be an it's easy it's one for your yeah. Whoever the, whoever the dealer mind. is, that, that'll that be an easy one. I don't think they're going to mess well, with I you. hope
4: so, because I uh, they treated my wife badly when she had to take it in when I was uh, in the hospital for some surgery, and I have been back to them since. I,
2: well, you know, I, God I was hurt. just... I was just in for surgery. They, I had a brain transplant. <laughs> did, did, didn't did know, it didn't no, no, work. No. Renee doesn't <laughs> yeah. work. No,
5: it didn't. I was going to say
3: you oh. made another one if if that's what <laughs> happened. I may, <laughs> donor, okay? yeah. I may have got a
2: bad donor. Okay, I may have got a bad... Harry, you're, you're exactly right. One of the things that I would love to do if I was dishonest, I would love to do if I was hurting for work, I would love to do if I wanted to um, have a forced clientele is I would sell aftermarket warranties and I would tie you to me. I would say to oh, you, no. I have to do everything now. I'm going to keep track of all your stuff, and I'm going to say, Harry, you're due for a transmission service uh, in order to keep your warranty there, and I'm going to make that stuff up as I go along. Harry, we need to grease your windshield wiper motor, and so we're going to change the grease in it. Harry, we need to go ahead and change the, tire pr- or the air in the tire to a newfangled nitrogen. Those oh, are yeah. all the things that. that are the worst part of our industry. Let me ask you a question about nitrogen. Do you have any nitrogen in your cars?
4: No, no, I I'd heard you talk about it, and my son had put some in his truck when he had it. And I says, "I don't think that, I think that's kind of a scam deal." And he says, "Oh no!" I says, "Well, I know they use it in race cars or whatever, but that's a little different deal." But uh, well.
2: They, no, they, they, they do this. It. NASCAR uses it. Well, yeah. Does your Honda Pilot do 200 miles an hour in a circle? Uh,
4: not unless I'm really going downhill.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah, and, and the wife is pushing as fast as she can. And, and they go, well, they use it in airplanes. Well, that's fine. Why don't you land 200 tons or 20 tons or whatever they weigh at, you know, 200 or 300 miles an hour? This is crazy. The, I'm not talking to you, Harry. I'm talking to everybody else. You have 98% nitrogen in your hand in your hand. So you have 98% nitrogen. Oh, it's not going to make your wheel rust. Well, Mark, how many times have you seen a wheel rust that you had to buy a wheel? I haven't seen a wheel rust in probably 30 years and the one I did see, they put that liquid sealer in there and the air caused the sealer to be caustic and ate up the wheel. So that's it. There's no water in in, it. And if there is, nobody cares. So the machines are incapable of creating 100% because I've tested them. So I have the ability to pull nitrogen out of the machine or out of a tire that was filled with this machine. And I have the ability to look at the nitrogen content. I've rarely found anything. They're all between 90 and 95. And they're all closer to 90. So you're going to go from 78 to 90. And I suggest to you that that's kind of silly. Now, the reason why I would sell nitrogen like everybody else that does is I put little green caps on there and I, I get to see you when you come in to have me check your tires. And that gives me a shot to look underneath your hood, look at your odometer and sell you something. So that's my position on nitrogen. The question is, Mark, how many cars do you have? I think in our fleet, Mm -hmm. we have some rental cars and we Mm -hmm. have some shop vehicles, probably 30 vehicles in our fleet, and not one of them has nitrogen, not one of them. So, anyway, Harry, you just... Sounds sounds
4: like not a good way to go.
2: Yeah, well, it sounds like I'm going to go change my underwear after you wound me (laughs) up. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry, Uh, sorry, (laughs) Renee.
3: Okay. Uh, Have a Merry Christmas.
2: Yeah, Harry, thank thank you very very much.
3: Okay, thanks. All righty. Um, yeah, and that's another thing. Like you said that one day, somebody called me on my Ford after mm-hmm. they looked up a part on my car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. shop did, our shop. And they called me and tried to sell me that and said, oh, Miss Salem, you're ready for this or ready for that. Mm-hmm. So they get you back to the dealer, and they tell you it's going to void your warranty if you don't do stuff at the dealer. Right. Which is so not true.
2: Well, it, the, the warranty says we're covered this part. But the part about you have to go back to the dealer is not true. Right. The part that you have to come back to me is not true. Right. All you keep is your maintenance records. Sure. You keep your maintenance records. So that's an important consideration. What we're finding out now, and let me expand on what you just talked about. We're going we're gonna to call the, the dealer, and we're going to say, I need uh, an expensive part. Let's go with an air-conditioned compressor. And the parts guy says, well, give me the VIN. That's the easiest way than you say it's a 19, da, da, or a 2000, da, 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 and it's got this interior, and it's got this. The VIN tells him everything. So you give him the VIN. And he now can see that the dealer down the street, or that dealer, bid that job on that car because I just gave him the VIN. Right. That's what happened to you. We called up and asked for uh, your sunroof molding. Mm-hmm. It was it was bid out at almost two hundred dollars. I think the part was might cost twelve ninety nine or forty dollars or whatever, and it took Eddie twenty minutes to re- no, replace it. No, it was it was like a two hundred dollar part. Okay,
3: I mean it it was crazy, and they wanted like nine hundred to, to right. replace well, it. well I, I screwed mean, that
2: up. Yeah, All right. okay. But the example is is the same. It was there was a big discrepancy. Yeah. If, say at the end of the day, then you get a call and says, "Hey, we're right around the corner, and we're here to help you," and blah blah blah. So we've seen that so many times now. Mm-hmm. We had a car parked that we called around, and they'd say, no, um, we, we have six of them, but we're not going to sell them to you. Why not? Well, because we're going to keep them for our customers. Mm-hmm. Now, this car had just come from the dealer, right. and they had given them a big estimate. Right. We beat the estimate, so we got the job. Right. But we couldn't get the evaporator, which is the part of the air conditioning underneath the dash on the passenger side. So we called a bunch of dealers, but they all knew mm-hmm. that one of them had bid the work. Right. And they, they either said, we don't have one, or they said, we're not going to sell you one because this part is highly unusual, and, and we're using a lot of them. So Jeff, our parts manager, get this brilliant idea, and he calls Denver. A dealer in Denver, and he sold us one. Right. And he sent it to us. Now, here's the deal. Mark Salem ain't ain't no stupid idiot. So now what we're doing is when we call in, the last six digits of your VIN number is the serial number of the car. So what we're doing is, is when we call in and they ask us for the VIN number, we're scrambling the last six digits. (laughs) Isn't that
3: sad we have to do that?
2: Now, here's what the funny part is, is now I just gave them a car that happens to be in North Dakota. Right. Okay? So they're going to send the guy in North Dakota, hey, we're right around the corner from you, blah, blah, blah. So I'm costing them a stamp, and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Now, our relationship with the dealers is fine. We buy parts from them. These are the bad part now they can talk about the bad part in the independent market, and I'm okay with that, sure. there's plenty of bad people on both sides of that fence, yeah, all righty, and w- now we're going to take the caller after the break, but what is the name of the caller?
6: That would be James
2: James James, um because I'm an idiot, I can't get you on this break, but if you'd stay there, I'll get you on the back side of this break and and Gil, can I take it early? Yes, you can are you ready? <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll be back right after this. <laughs>
6: Here's what you're saying about The Seth Leibson Show.
4: Great
0: show. Thank you. Always get a lot of
4: information from you. Oh, Seth, so great to have you on the radio again. I love it. Well, wow, you're great. You're
7: articulate.
8: Your reason and your wisdom. I have to give you a pat on the back, Seth, because your show's so, so educational. I mean, it's chock full of information.
3: Seth, I felt like I was at a fireside chat. That is <laughs> one of the best things I have ever heard. It was wonderful.
8: Smarter show, not in Arizona,
9: smartest show in the world. Weekdays at 3 on 960 The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology, and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434. Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday.
6: Listen to America's 401k show every Saturday at 9 p.m. here on 960 The Patriot, presented by Estate Preservation Advisors. Scott Byrd, founder and president of Estate Preservation Advisors, is a certified senior advisor and a graduate of Tufts University in economics. Scott has been an annuity and life specialist, assisting retirees for over 15 years. Let Scott help you plan for your future. Call today, 480-385-2800, 480-385-2800.
5: This is Michael Medved of MichaelMedved.com for Town Hall. Congressional Democrats made a mistake to attack President Trump for his determined opposition to caravans of unauthorized immigrants at our southern border. Automatic asylum would only encourage new thousands to make a dangerous illegal trek. But President Trump also makes a mistake by touting a pointless government shutdown, which might seem bold and decisive, but raises the inevitable question, what next? The Democrats, with their newly elected House majority, won't simply surrender, and a shutdown hurts the government, the public's faith in democracy, even our economy. The only possible outcome is some form of compromise. No, the president won't get all the money he wants for a wall, but he will get increased funding for enhanced border security, since it's obvious that both caravans and shutdowns are deeply unpopular, Congress and the president should drop the games and work out common sense reforms that can help all sides. I'm Michael Medved.
4: Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what?
10: I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird too. (laughs) I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
2: Welcome back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And this is not, Renee reminds me of my wife, this is not a beat up the dealer show. No. They have, the percentage of bad ones is just the same as my industry Mm -hmm. in the aftermarket. We have chain, we have independent, we have dealerships. And those are the three categories that we typically see.
3: Yeah. And And everybody's, I mean, everybody's trained to sell and everybody, I mean, they go through these training sessions
2: that's in all your trade magazines that you right. see i mean it's it's amazing and we're not the only shop in town that right. th- that does a good job there's lots of shops right. there's lots of guys that hit the aftermarket warranty there's lots of guys that see their customers turned down for stupid reasons mm-hmm. her windshields crack so we're not going to replace her radio or something silly like that right so anyway right. um Gail, you had a comment and i think you should <laughs> share that with everybody <laughs> Gil is the engineer for our show, and I asked him if we could go out early. Go ahead, Gil.
6: Yeah, and um, yes, and I, I, um, I confirmed that we can go out early, and uh, I was still, uh, still late.
2: <laughs> that's not what he said
3: but usually Mark's late so going
2: out early was just a surprise to Gil it was it was I, and, and, he, and he said before he said you know rules don't mean anything to you right and, and, and in some respects I live life from curb to curb and, yeah. and my street isn't just one lane wide; it's a ten lane wide yeah, yeah. But but he's right. I miss more of them than I go out that's early. Right. I completely caught him with his proverbial <laughs> pants down. That's right. So, Why are you panting your head? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly. Oh, I love that commercial.
11: Oh, that's well, but he's talking to me. I know. I, I, I know he is.
2: All righty, James, you're up, buddy. How can I help you?
11: Yeah. Hey, I have a uh, 1996. Uh, Jeep Cherokee Sport, uh, okay. the four liter, straight in, in line six. Uh-huh. uh Yes. Yes, sir. Go ahead. So uh, yeah, I hit, have a, a problem that's it, been bothering me for a long time, and I, I was been wanting to call and didn't. Uh, okay. But uh, uh, the the thing idles fast. Okay. However, that, that that's not the issue. The issue is. If I go up into the mountains and leave the car overnight, the idle goes back to normal, you know, when it's cold.
2: Okay. All right.
11: Well, uh, and and sometimes when I come back in the valley, it stays idling low until, you know, a day or two.
2: Okay. This isn't a hard problem to fix. On a 1 to 10 scale, this is a 3. Now, I think it's a mistake for us to try to answer your question before we fix it. So all you have to say is, is intermittently it's low, intermittently it's high. What we have to do is we have to synchronize three things. We have to synchronize the butterflies, the throttle position sensor, and the idle RPM. Now, the next Yahoo that lifts the hood and starts turning screws, screws up that synchronization. So the engine, hypothetically, the engine has to be 650 in drive. The TPS has to be 0.97. And um, the throttle blades have to, or the idle air control control motor has to be at seven. So we have to synchronize all that. In your particular case, for you to ask them that question is going to cost you more money. You just simply say, intermittently, idle is high and low. It doesn't die, but it's high and low. Sometimes it's temperature related. That's what you tell them. And then at the end, you can say, well, why up north and why down here? It could be a temperature switch that's bad. It could be a temperature switch that doesn't know hot and cold. It could be the mass airflow sensor, if it has one. The mass airflow sensor can't see hot weather and cold weather, and intermittently it does. But no one cares. Just take it in and tell them, intermittent idle. Don't ask them to answer that question because it will be answered for free once we fix the idle problem. So that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Hey! Thank right. you. You're welcome, James. You're th- well. You're welcome. Larry Harker's Auto is a good place. Thirty Eighth Avenue in Indian School. Larry is a wizard at diagnosis. Um, you just—it's—it's it's the same old thing. The women go in and bat their eyes and say nobody in town can fix this. Whether it's true or not, it makes no difference to me. It makes no difference. And the guys go in and say the same thing. the The idea is is that when 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 you challenge us, it makes us work a little harder, a little faster. But but Bob at Larry Harker's Auto and his wife, Ellen, handles the front counter. He's just a good diagnostician. Again, this would be on a 1 to 10 scale with 10 being the most difficult. This is the 3 for him and mm-hmm. for a lot of other shops. That's right. So Harker's has been around a long time. He's been around since 1967. Uh, they do brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, electrical work. But when you honk the horn and the windshield wipers flap he's the guy now he's not the only guy yeah. but he is a good guy for that kind of stuff but he does everything else so 38th avenue and indian school if you're in that ge- geographical area he's a good guy to go to all right real quick i le- think Gil had a call oh gill oh, yes
3: no, phone lines are open. oh i thought see i'm hearing i'm hearing drills
2: you're, you're or whatever
3: those air ratchets are. Air, yeah. I'm hearing things. Okay, all right. well, Usually I can't hear anything. Wait so. a minute. Are you wrong? <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm wrong. Okay, thank you. I, that's, write that down, girl, yeah. okay? And yeah. just cut that out of the tape and send it back to me, would you please? Okay, let's talk about the Secret Santa Club. At the beginning of the hour, we did. Marina and I have been doing this Secret Santa Club for 29 years. It has nothing to do with our businesses. We don't, this is not a marketing. Here's what it is. For 29 years, we take care of people. We have three families right now that have been, um, three families with 12 kids Mm -hmm. that are not going to have a good Christmas through conditions that are not their own. So we are going to take care of those three families with 12 kids. Um, We take care of homeless people in Tempe. They have showers, but when they come out of the showers, they have a hygiene bag that we pay for. We, as a group, mm-hmm. and it has all kinds of socks and jackets and t- toothbrush and shavers and all that kind of stuff yes. for both men and women. Mm-hmm. So here's how you can help if you want to. You you would email us Andy, our daughter, Andy at salemboysauto.com, dot com. A N D I. You could call Salem Boys and ask for Andy. But what we do is we collect donations. We spend every single penny of what you have what we did at the end of the day we 're going to send you a letter we 're going to tell you exactly what we did, and we 're going to include copies of every receipt, so we can raise between five and ten thousand dollars mm-hmm. and Mark and Renee match the highest offer so that sometimes that bites me, <laughs> but i 'm happy to do it. This has nothing to do other than Renee and I, and most of the people will admit. That come Christmas morning, we don't have that empty feeling. So we have suffered from that. Mm -hmm. So we just felt like we've been blessed and we could have done better. So we started this. The most, for me, the happiest is nursing homes. Mm -hmm. People don't have family. They don't have visitors. So we go in we talk to staff. Who doesn't have family? Who doesn't have visitors? Who doesn't get a Christmas present? older men and women. Mm -hmm. So we pay to have the lady's hair done. We pay to have her fingernails polished. She wants a stuffed animal. We go get her a bear. She needs some slippers. We buy her slippers. So Renee and Andy, and if you want to help Renee and Andy go to a couple of nursing homes and and care centers that we identified Mm -hmm. and we kind of skip around Mm -hmm. and we go into staff, they help us and we identify everything. The shopping's fun for the girls. I mean, well, <laughs> shopping generally is fun for ladies, but in this case, it might be kind of difficult. But we we shop as a group. We okay. no, you don't have to participate in the shopping, right. but Andy and Renee can always use help. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they shop. They buy everything. They wrap everything. We deliver it Christmas Eve to all the different places. And uh, and then everybody in our group feels pretty good. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to join us, if you have that empty feeling on Christmas morning, um, if you'd like to help elderly people in care centers, um, homeless people, families that are really, really struggling, that kind of stuff. We work a wide area network, Mm -hmm. so we're not just doing one city. Um, We're doing lots of good work all over the Phoenix metropolitan area. We consult with churches. We consult with um, community activists. Mm-hmm. We consult with nursing homes and, mm-hmm. and uh, adult care centers. So we we find people, and the church, it, it's outside of their area in the, in the relationship of a budget. Mm-hmm. Mark, we've already spent our budget. Good. Then tell me who didn't make the budget and give me a list of five. Okay, then we'll pick three. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how we work. So it's called the Secret Santa Club. This will be the 29th or the 30th Twenty 29th. Year. This will be the 29th year we've done this. Mm-hmm. Um, we've only been public about this lately. Yeah, a couple years. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And if you, if you come with us, then you get a letter next year. We're not demanding the same. We're not, you can drop off, but you'll know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And basically the letter is that. And it's all. And then you're going to get to thank you with all the receipts after we're all done. Sure. So if you'd like to join us, you can. Andy at SalemBoysAuto.com. Or you can call of the office, 480-598-1234. Yep. And just so you remember Tempe, 480, and then 598-1234, and it's an easy one to do. Okay, we'll be back in a minute.
6: it's the same jig they assemble your car on. RainTree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. RainTree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. RainTree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and body work. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RainTree raintreeautobodyinc.com.
4: This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on
2: 960 The Patriot. This Sunday on the Middle East Radio Forum, Meyer Jolovitz will discuss the peace process, How Can So Many Be So Wrong?, A Case Against Equivocation. That's
4: Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot.
1: In my browser.
10: Up after
12: school. Okay, I got it. it's easy to take a day for granted you and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it but what if a disaster strikes without warning what if life as you know it has completely turned on its head what if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council.
10: America. Welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave.
2: Maybe you don't, but most of the time, our shops on our Best Car Repair Shops list are family-owned and operated. They
3: are. There's Mm -hmm.
2: there's typically more than just one owner on site. Yes. In our case, there's four. Mm -hmm. Um, In in Harker's, there's two, Mm -hmm. uh, Bob and Ellen, and an S&S tire. Right. Both boys Mm -hmm. um, are in those facilities. So you have an opportunity to talk with an owner if you want to, but it's better to have an owner than to have nobody there or a manager that uh, the position changes somewhat in some of the independent st- chain stores. Mm-hmm. So it's not wrong, it's just this is important to us. S&S Tire is on the west side. They opened in 1976, they have three locations, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They have a huge selection of tires so they can give you good, better, best prices for two or four tires. So maybe you want to go the least expensive. Fine, they can handle it. Maybe you want to keep the car for a long time and you want a good, safe tire. Not that they're all not safe, Mm -hmm. but a higher quality tire, they can handle that too. Besides tires, they also do all kinds of stuff like oil changes, alignment, suspension work, all that kind of stuff. And and they have tires from wheelbarrows to tractors Mm -hmm. and everything in between. So remember, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear, S&S tires. So if you're looking for any kind of tire, then that really is a great place to go. All right, we don't have any callers, 602-508-0960. You can get in right now because we have no callers, and we have nothing else to talk about except our daughter's cars for sale. again. 2011 Toyota Camry SE 3.5 liter. What that means is SE is the trim package that's kind of high up, 3.5 liters of V6, not a four-cylinder, 93,000 miles it's white on the outside gray leather on the inside it's never been in an accident it's very 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 clean non-smoking original owner all the maintenance records you get a copy of all the maintenance records but you're not going to get the pricing not for obvious reasons those are internal it's an automatic transmission It has power everything sunroof six cd changer navigation heated seats it's got some really nifty black spoke aftermarket special wheels with rubber band tires and uh, they're in good shape. They're in really good shape. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, got, it's mechanically sound. It's perfect mechanically. So she's asking $9,800, your best offer. Uh, Andy, A-N-D-I, at SalemBoysAuto.com. You can, or you can call the shop, and you can talk to Andy, and you can come look at it. Here's what we have to offer you. We're going to do the used car inspection in front of you. So you're going to be there, and we're going to lift it up, and we're going to do it just, and we have a form. Mm-hmm. So we fill out the form. We do the whole thing in front of you. So you have an opportunity to have us check out our own car. We recognize that, that some people may want to take it somewhere else, and that's fine. Mm-hmm, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the Camry, 2011 Camry, white, with fancy black wheels and a leather interior.
1: That's
2: right. All righty.
3: What well, other email did you get this week? I don't know. Anything good?
2: Well, I, let me think. I mean, I, I get hundreds of I emails I know you do. You were answering
3: week. something this morning. I don't remember. Yeah.
2: I don't I don't remember that. Um, do, you, do you remember that? Mm. I mean, I had three or four. Folks, if you're going to email, if you're going to go to Salem Boys Auto and you click general email, it'll come to Andy and then she'll forward it to me. But if you'd leave me your phone number, just know I'm going to call back on a blocked line. So obviously my cell phone number is very private. If my cell phone number was available to the public, I would spend 24 hours a day, one call after the other, and it's okay with me. That's okay with me. I feel like that this is kind of community service. I feel happy doing it. I'm happy, but there are times that I I I would shut my phone off. But right now it's a closely guarded secret <laughs> of what my cell phone is, and uh, and so I'll, but I'm going to call you after I dial star six seven, and mm-hmm. then that way um, and and I usually leave a message. Yeah. Um, but I had a gentleman, if they don't answer. Yeah. Yeah. If I had a gentleman the other day, that his mailbox was full. Mm-hmm. So I emailed him back and said, I tried to call and I'm blocked number and I'll try you mm-hmm. again. Yeah. So because you don't type real well, so it's easier for you to call. My fingers are huge. <laughs> I got that teasing. stupid little typewriter keyboard <laughs> on my phone. I, I just touch one letter and I get six, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and and talk to text you. is tough too because it doesn't understand alternator wave yeah. and it doesn't understand synthetic transmission fluid you wouldn't believe some of that talks to text but I'll tell you what it happens 6025080960 hmm. that's a number if you got a car question 6025080960 um I'll tell you it's learning stuff for me so oh, yes. it, it yes. picks up my lingo. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about an LOF, and after I correct it a bunch of times, it actually comes out as capital letters. Yeah. Lube oil filters, what LOF right. stands for. Yeah. So nevertheless, 602 My email address is mark at com. Mark with a K at Mark Salem. And Salem is spelled like the cigarettes. It's spelled like Salem,
3: Oregon, Oregon
2: or, or, or Salem, Massachusetts. And the reason my last name is Salem is because
3: don't start.
2: My sisters are <laughs> witches. <laughs> I have three sisters, four sisters. Yes, and two of them are witches, and two of them aren't. Oh. And it's just the luck of the draw. Yeah. So, um, and that's true whether they like it or not. Yeah. It's true. So anyway, six hundred two, five hundred eight zero nine sixty. If you have a car question or if you have a dilemma, and we're gonna. Tell us what kind of car you have, tell us the mileage, and tell us the symptoms. That's the one, two, three we start with. I'm not interested about what somebody said on YouTube that you need to fix. That's not important to me, and it's not important to me how many parts you put on it. Just this is the car, and these are the symptoms, and that really works well for you and me both. We'll be back right after this. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and
4: his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle. The same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at thunderbirdautomotive.com. That's thunderbirdautomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of
10: the 101.
12: ADOT wants
6: to remind you to never drive into a dust storm. But if you do get caught in a dust storm, it's important you know what to do once you've pulled off the road. Keep your seatbelt on, take your foot off the brake, set the emergency brake, and most importantly, turn your lights out. Why? Because if your lights are on, other drivers may try to follow and crash into you. Remember, pull aside, stay alive, and lights out. Sponsored by the Arizona Department of Transportation in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station.
0: I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned.
4: I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam.
0: Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small.
4: My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out,
0: I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for
2: veterans. Go to DAV.org. Welcome back, everybody. Let me tell you about Strictly Diesel. We're going to go to the phones. Strictly Diesel is a A-plus rated shop at the Better Business Bureau. They are die-hard diesel service, repair, and parts people. They work on both foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. They're at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. They're open Monday through Friday, but they sell parts 24 hours a day on their website so you can get more information about Strictly Diesel if you just go to MarkSalem.com click on best car repair shops list then click diesel and you'll find Strictly Diesel there they're well worth the trip to if you have to go to their facility at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Ward it's well worth the trip especially if everybody's tried and couldn't they will let's go to the phones Jerry you're first how can I help you
8: Hello, Mark. I've got a 2010 Dodge 1500, 118,000 miles on it, and the recirculated door or motor is bad. I'm not sure which one, okay. just because I can't get to either piece. But my question is, the downside of not fixing it is my temperatures don't get as hot on the inside and as cold when I use the air conditioner. Am I correct on that?
2: Well, I want you to picture the letter Y, okay? Mm-hmm. And the top arm on the top is hot, and the top arm is cold. And then the bottom is the output, and the blend doors in the middle. So if you want cold, it shuts off hot. If you want hot, it shuts off cold. So the blend door okay. works all the time. The answer to your question is you already know that that's kind of expensive. It certainly isn't under $100. So it's oh, not yeah. going to... So the other side is is if you like the hot and the cold where you're at right now, it's perfect. Now the blend door will stick because you f- you drop something down the vents. The blend door will stick because somebody spilled a soda pop on top of the dashboard. The blend door will break its hinge, or the motor mm-hmm. that runs the blend door will go bad. That's why you go in there and pretty much replace everything. So if you're happy with the air climate controls, then don't fix it.
8: Okay. All righty. all uh, right. Uh, I just don't know about the summertime yet because it just broke the other
2: day.
8: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. But, well,
2: um, you okay. can run the air right yeah. now. Run the air right now, and if it blows out cold or to your satisfaction, then oh, then there's a good okay. chance it'll be okay. It depends on where the blend door broke or where yeah. it's hung up. Now, don't be a, don't, well, if if all of a sudden it starts working, then that means the hinges are broken. The motor's okay at least now, and just thank God. Okay.
8: Well, I know it. I know it's the recirculator motor.
2: Or uh, piece,
8: because I've been able to narrow it down and I've looked at schematics and stuff, and I know it's that piece. It's just, I wasn't sure.
2: All right, well, don't tell the shop that. Just let them tell you. The recirculatory door, the recirculatory system, either takes outside air or inside air. So if it's outside air, it comes from the the grill in front of the windshield. And if it's going to recirculate, then it's going to suck from the passenger side floorboard. So you're either going to get outside air, inside air, or a blend of the two. So uh, again, it's it's no different. The door is the same. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Thank, thank, thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Dan. You're up next. How can I help you?
7: Yeah. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me?
2: Okay. Yes, sir.
7: All right. No question. Um, But I went to one of the dealers you recommended uh, shops. Okay. my '77 Power Wagon. Yes. My old shop for 15 years. In the last three years, I got three starters. But I okay. went to one of your shops, Harker, and old Bob started talking about, "Well, I got to check this and that." Sure enough, he found a cracked uh, and broken teeth on the flywheel. Uh huh. <laughs> well,
1: that was
7: good luck. That was good luck. <laughs>
2: well,
3: not luck with, th- with Harkers. I don't I mean, know. I mean, it, it's yeah.
2: not luck for a gray-haired guy. Right. But no. he, he, let me tell you what he probably did. First thing he did is crank it over. Right. And he probably heard the tooth. Mm-hmm. He heard we've got a problem with the flywheel. Yeah. Now, it's either going to be the drive of the starter or the flywheel. It's just one gear meets the other and cranks mm-hmm. the engine over. I'll bet he heard that. I'll bet he tried to determine where in this starter cycle is this a, a once in a 365 in degree circle or is there, because your engine will stop in two or three or four different places every time. So, is it 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, or 9 o'clock? Or is it 9 and 3? So, mm-hmm. he probably played with the starter a little bit. Then he pulled the cover. Then he hooks a big wrench to it and he rotates and he marks the flywheel and he rotates it all the way around. Huh, there it is. Mm-hmm. So, well, he's a good guy.
7: Because luck came in because I went for a brake lights was staying on. Okay. And the luck came in when the gentleman was going to drive it into the shop, the starter grinded instead of catching.
3: Okay. oh yeah, yeah and On it's my
7: part Have you seen that because if that would have shattered i suppose who knows what would happen
2: it would have got worse and pretty soon you would have heard just the starter whirring. but the noise you heard for everybody else is it's when you try to start your car when it's already running mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah and that's what happens but it's not uncommon i mean your power wagon is what 140 years old 140, not quite. I know, I'm They used. didn't have cars then. It'll be a 218
7: after all these parts get replaced. Oh, okay,
2: all right. All right, but really, how? what year is it?
7: 77.
2: Yeah, okay, all right. And then and, uh, and, and, it
7: gets better, because after oh. that was done, I said, how about a tune-up?
2: Yeah.
7: <laughs> so he goes to do that, and he finds that the distributor doesn't rotate from 8 to 40 or whatever that is, right?
2: Uh-huh, yeah.
7: And uh, the harmonic balancer had the washer bearing going on it, so it started it, it, wobbling.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. So well, ball now ball we ball can ball set. The, the, well, the harmonic is. balancer. Well, now we can set the timing, but we couldn't set the timing because the distributor wouldn't rotate. So once well, we get the it? distributor rotate, then we still know that the harmonic balancer isn't. So we put it on top dead center, and the mark is, you know, three inches away. So we know that it slipped on its hub. It's so safe. it's starting and running good now.
7: I'll get it back in a couple of days because he had to ship off the ten bucks two for that harmonic balancer. Oh part.
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, tell him this. <laughs> You just look okay, look him in the eye and say, after all this work, I expect this thing to stand up on its rear wheels and wheelie through an intersection. How close will I be? And uh, he'll say, I got say,
7: him started. After he yeah. Fixed that transmission. He took it for a ride and said, no power." Uh-huh.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. All, right. all these
7: years I thought it did. Okay. So I guess it will stand up when I leave right now.
2: Well, not only that, you made a confession there that is, I'm just going to grab a hold of it and run with it. It's, it's, that's what happens to guys. They come in and tell us it's a transmission. And they want us to work on their transmission and check the pressures and do this and do that. And trying to get a symptom out of there, them is just sometimes impossible. Women are just completely different. But that's, that's what I tell people. Don't tell us what to do. Say I want to take someone for a ride, or I have really low power. The transmission shifts fine, or doesn't shift fine. But just the symptoms are so important. But thanks for bringing that up, Dan. And I've and and, and Bob is
7: so laid back. He didn't he didn't push anything on me. He made suggestions and 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 let me know things. I made I made the decision.
2: Sure. Well, I'll tell you why. Have you? What colors is hair? (laughs) Huh? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't have to sell. We know Quiet. everything there is. So all we want to do is be your hero. So we're going to fix what you ask us to fix. And when you leave, you're going to give us a hug, shake our hand, and tell everybody that we do good work. So we don't have to. Bob doesn't have to sell. Ellen doesn't have to sell. they, they got oh. more business than they know what to do with. But i got to move on, but Dan. But thank you, thank you, thank you on behalf of both Harkers, Bob and Ellen and me. Bruce, you're up next, buddy. How can I help you?
4: Yeah, earlier you had a caller with a BMW M3 that was looking for his power steering pump, bad uh-huh. fluid. Yeah, wouldn't the, wouldn't a BMW M3 have electronic or electrical steering?
2: Are Are you related to um, <laughs> Ryan. Ryan? Are you related to Ryan? Do you Do you know a no. Ryan? No. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Ryan already called and oh, publicly publicly just flogged me in a nice way and so i want to tell you bruce first of all let me tell you thank you because it is electric and what fooled me was uh, i and i'm not going to listen to the tape because i don't care but i think i asked him to identify the power steering pump and follow one of the two hoses yeah yes you did okay and if that see sometimes when you when I, i ask you a question. I go left when really I need to go right that's not an excuse. The fact of the matter is is I screwed up. I was wrong, so okay. you and ryan i I'm not mad at you. Uh, I didn't ask Gil for your phone number, mm-hmm. uh, but thank you for correcting me, and I want everybody else. If they need to correct me, then correct me. I'm yeah. okay with that yeah
4: okay well I, I was, you know, I, was, I have two cars that have electrical steering, and I was looking for well they have a pump too.
2: Uh, you know, <laughs> that's okay i'm not going to complain he could have been looking at the air conditioning compressor and yeah. not knowing what it is and it has two hoses coming off of it yeah. so it's okay i made a mistake and and we we've talked about this hopefully george is listening yeah and so george if you'd call in 602-508-0960 and tell Gil that you now know you have electric steering that'll make my day yeah so anyway let's move on robert thank you bruce robert you're up next
7: yes hello thanks a lot for taking the call you bet I have a uh, 2009 Dodge Journey of about 176,000 miles, and about a month or two ago it started uh, giving me a hard time starting. Like it acts like it doesn't get gas, and I have to shut it off and start, shut it off, start, and it finally starts. Um, I'm not sure why. <laughs> it's okay. getting a little bit worse, and I notice it's, I notice it's worse uh, the colder the weather is.
2: Okay. Well, let me explain what's going on. To start that journey, okay. we need spark and fuel. You're right. missing one. And and I know that it's not a timing belt, and I know it's not a timing issue, because when it does start, you haven't said it runs like crap. So if it, it starts and really idles is good.
7: Long. It's been really reliable, okay. but just making it right. hard starting.
2: Okay, I want you to try this, because spark and fuel, that's what we need to determine. So here's what right. I want you to do. You're going to get in the car, and you're going to hit the key, and it won't start. And it cranks over, okay. but it doesn't catch. Is that Right. right. Okay. Yes. That's, that's exactly important. Right. No start means no rrrrrrr. But no start, it cranks, but no kick, no fire, it, it, no it, it, no it, run. It, it, okay, it, I got you. It Doesn't
7: matter how much gas I try to give. No, no, it no, doesn't it doesn't. Help
2: it on a fuel injection, it doesn't care. So here's the deal. I want you to. It doesn't start. Turn the key off. Take three deep breaths. Turn the key on, to to the start position, but don't crank the motor. Count to five. One, two, three, four, five. A little slower. Turn the key off. Turn the key back on, one, two, three, four, five, do that three times. On the fourth time, see if it'll start. If it starts, then you've lost the prime in your fuel system. So the check valve on the pump, the fuel pressure regulator, or an injector's leaking down overnight. But if we parked it with 40, it should have 40 the next morning. What you're doing is the pump will only run for about five seconds during the starting procedure. Well, after five seconds, it doesn't pump. So you're not going to start it no matter whether you push the pedal or whether you do a seance or you burn incense. It's not going to start. So by priming the fuel system three times, and I'm having you count to five, then what I'm doing is, is I'm telling the fuel pump I'm faking it out. And so if you say, Mark, every time I do it, it, it starts and runs, then, yeah, go tell your shop that because you just tell them, if I cycle the key three times, then it starts. But otherwise, it cranks but doesn't catch. So it's fuel. Right. And if you got that many miles on it... I'm going to go out on a limb and say I'm pretty doggone sure that it's one of two things. It's either you haven't changed the fuel filter in 160, 100-some-odd 100 thousand miles, That's or, okay, and the fuel pump. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the fuel pump. Now, I, if it still didn't start, I'd get underneath the car. I wouldn't do it on Sunday mornings, or I wouldn't do it when my wife wants to go out to dinner. But I'd get underneath there, and I'd beat on the fuel tank with my fist, hard. Good. And then I'd get inside the car, and if it started, then I know it's the pump. There's no question about it. So, okay, all righty. all right. Good all luck right, to you. Sounds good. Th- Thank, Thank you, Robert. It, it, and and that's kind of important—that give and take. Right. You know what I mean? It's yep. it's it's start but no crank or mm-hmm. crank but no catch. I mean, that's that's kind of where we have to be. Okay, we got a new caller. Who is it, Gil? That would be Sam. Sam, good morning. How can I help you?
7: Oh, good morning. Uh, information on buying a A car with a turbo, like uh, the Kia Sportage. Okay. This car has like seventy-five thousand miles on it. Okay. How how long is turbos good for before you have to do anything to them?
2: Depends on how you abuse it. I mean, well, now let me explain a turbo to everybody else. Okay. You have remember the old style vacuum cleaners that were canister that laid on the ground that looked like a wiener dog? Remember those? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Electrolux. (laughs) Okay, there you go. One end has a suck on it, and the other end has an exhaust, okay?
1: Right.
7: So,
2: pretend in the middle is the motor. So, if we take the, the push part and we plumb it over to the suck part, all of a sudden, instead of just sucking air, the motor's going, <sighs> all of a sudden, it's kind of like this. I'm going to take an air gun and I'm going to stick it in your lips, and when you breathe in, I'm going to give you 50 pounds of air. So there's no more sucking when you open up the throttle. We're pushing air into the motor. I drive a turbo truck. I'm not afraid of the turbo. I, the way I run my my truck, that turbo is going to live forever because most of the time, carbon and other things, people don't use it. But a turbocharger takes a four-cylinder and makes it a monster. A turbocharger on a six-cylinder makes it a monster. The only thing you can't do on a turbocharged motor is you can't climb a hill with a big load behind you and think you're going to hold it to the floor the whole time. you got to be sensible. So if you end up going up to Flagstaff in third gear and you got a big trailer behind you, fine. Just don't push it hard. Here's why. The internal temperatures of the engine over 1,100, we're going to melt pistons. So the idea is, is I don't want to do that. You're running empty, you're okay. But if you're running with a trailer and you're full of people, you can't flog that motor. That's the only thing you can't do. So if I were you and you've never had a turbo car, I promise you'll like it. Don't worry about the turbo don't worry about the turbo but don't pussyfoot around a lot either okay every once in a while give her hell and rev her up and stuff like that i gotta go my email is mark at marksalem.com mark with a k at marksalem.com you're welcome to email me if you give me your phone number i'll call you back most of the time because i hate to type my fingers look like bananas so (laughs) they're big Mm -hmm. and it's hard to Mm -hmm. hit the Mm -hmm. typewriter isn't that true yeah true okay So the idea is is I'm going to ask you some questions, too, because sometimes you tell me stuff, and I need clarification. So we're not going to talk for an hour, but we are going to talk, and I'm going to ask you some questions. So if you want to do that, just leave your phone number. My name is Mark Salem. It's Mark at MarkSalem.com. God bless you, and thank you very much for listening to the show.